Okay, look. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I just recorded. I started the podcast. I just started it. I didn't record anything before. Now we've got our guest, our longtime guest, fan favorite of the show. Okay, if you hear any noises, it's because Tasha's picking at her microphone. There's like a leaf and blowing there. on her microphone. Hello, hello. Um, okay, so. We have a special guest, as always, Mike Alborici. Thank you so much for joining the show today. No problem, Dave. It's great to be here, man. Always good to have you. Um, nice to be in your uh, apartment. The uh, podcast ground zero, as we call it. Uh, so we've so Mike and I have known each other for for a good while now. In my Los Angeles days, you've become like a. It's been almost a you, year, dude. Right? You're, yeah, we're total comic bros here. We are. Uh, in, 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 and it's totally. because uh, Mike gets emotionally naked. Uh, on the podcast, he's really good at sharing his feelings, and I think this is the first time we've had you on the podcast uh, locked down in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, and actually, like the last cu- couple of podcasts, it was the total opposite. Yeah, you've uh, well, so and also Tasha Courtney is uh, on the podcast. She's just floating around, getting her mic situated. Do you? Do you I'm want- just getting situated since you didn't set me up in advance. Uh, that's snark for those listening. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want headphones? Okay, we're getting headphones as we talk this out. So um, I want to get – so for those listening and aren't caught up on Mike's love life, and for Tasha, so you, you listen too since you're not caught up. By the way, women have this thing where they just walk out of rooms. Does your chick do this? Uh, well, I never did a podcast with my girlfriend. No, just in general. Does she like walk out of the room like as you're like – Saying something and then yeah, she goes, during like, sex, she'll just walk out. <laughs> she's like, "What are you doing?" And then Dude. she, j- yeah, and then you just, she's like, "I can't hear you." And it's like, "Yeah, you walked into the bathroom midpoint. I was making a point, and now you're gone." Um, yeah. So we're setting her up right now. We're going. I literally heard everything you said. I know. So, but I'm gonna describe. It. So, Mike, uh, one of my uh, the things we love most about Mike is his honesty with uh, with his dating. Mike's a sure. big fan of the Eastern uh, Oriental culture. Oriental's racist, bro. You can't say that. <laughs> Is that <right? laughs> That's, That's so like racist. That's so generalized. Does anyone Antique care for term. It's like calling white people crackers. The cracker general. Cracker so regions. we got crackers and wonton soup. Nice. That's the episode. Crackers and wonton soup. Okay, um, cool. What, is your girlfriend Filipino? Yes. All right, working with the Filipino. The uh, Mexican of the uh, Asian. It uh, is, right? She says black. The they're the Filipinos are the black people of the Asian countries or whatever. And the reason she said that is because... They can all dance, and they uh, like to fuck and have babies. I was going to say they suck dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, what's what's the um, – it's, it's also got to be like a, like a, a thing where Filipinos weren't really um, involved with a lot of m- maybe international business or culture. It's like they were kind of like recluse. You know? uh, I well, I don't about? know if you want a history lesson, but, I mean, we – you know, Spain took them over. She's Filipino-Spanish, by the way. Ooh, and, and then, nice. And then after Spain had them for a long time, it was the Americans – came in and then kind of quote-unquote set them free if you would but that, they have like strong ties to america and now are you gonna set her free in the uh, bedroom oh god Can already already happening bro great sex how long have you dated for <laughs> uh we've been dating since um early january does she know about your past like on the podcast i don't want to blow you up we've yeah, she's just gonna Google. No, no, it's okay. Like yeah, you, you're, but you're at, we can bleed it a little bit. Anything else. Your ex, you had a white ex, right? Uh, yeah, and you cheated on her with an Asian. Okay, no, see, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Fuck it, just do it. Okay, but it, but not, and I'm not defending. I'm just these are facts. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is why nobody shares the my, podcast. My girlfriend does not know about that. Okay, uh, so that would be bad. If she Damn it. Well, who cares? Let's just fucking say. Well, does she know that you have ever cheated, or is that the big no, secret? Not at all. 
It's not a secret. It's just, I mean, I don't even know if she asked me. If she did, I, I would say no. But, I mean, because I, I don't want her that seed in her head. Like, and, and the situation is different. No, listen. No, listen. <laughs> the seed listen, in her listen, ass. listen. Please let me get, let me say this. Just basically, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Let so me, so can I talk? Can I talk? <laughs> no, no, no. It's basically, the situation's different. And I was wrong in what I did, but it was just, uh, there was, me and my ex had sex like once every month, if that. And like we, our relationship was falling apart. Anyway. You were a long term. You were a long term couple that sort of grew apart. We were correct? more best friends. Dated for a long time. Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah, I knew this. I think I've told you sure. about us. And then and you know about the story with happened with the Asian woman and all that. Um, <laughs> and my ex doesn't know any of this stuff. But like, it's just not. I don't want to know about her past in the too great of detail. It was detail. so passive how you said the story that happened with the Asian woman. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You said it as if you. Well, you know that. Yeah, you weren't there at all. <laughs> well, you know that I only date Asian. Like women. you're gonna tell it as like a, a fable to your grandkids. There was an Asian woman. Well, look, you, you know that I only date Asian women. Yeah. So it, it's in I mean, your clause. So it's like what, which one? I guess is right. But, but the bottom line is, is that yeah, she doesn't know, and I, it's like. I don't want her to think because I would never cheat on her. You know, I love her. She, you know, <clears throat> she's like she's. An, I mean, I know our relationship's in her early stages, and it's great, and it's fun, and all that. You want to be judged on on the facts of this relationship, not of past mistakes. No, Very, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like Mark Furman at the OJ trial. You know, like it, I don't want my <laughs> what happened so long ago. It's not even relevant. You know, yeah, it's you not. want you want this evidence admissed. First off, it's like it's not the same because it's dismissed. like our, I have no reason to cheat on her. Like it's it's like our sex okay, is amazing. She's one, an amazing woman. Sure, one beautiful. would say that 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 implies that you had reason to cheat on your ex, and I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not defending her. That's a good. That's, a, just, that's fair. That, and and uh, I I didn't, but I think that I wanted to, and I I felt when I was doing it, I was just like, I didn't. Do you think it had anything to do with being afraid to leave the relationship? Like instead uh, of just calling it off, I and remember like we would taking have, your freedom. Yes, I remember we we would have. Um, okay, so long story short, I remember I knew we were, were not going to last long, and I remember um, I was had an office job and I hated it, but I, I I kept it because I knew that if if and when me and my ex did break up, because I knew we were going to break up soon, I knew it was going to happen, um, that I would have a job and I would be able to take care of myself, and I hated it, but I stuck with that job strictly for that reason. And then, I don't know if you remember, I got the job for, offer for Fox to work for Laughs. Yeah. But it was only for three months, guaranteed. And, you know, the pay was about the same. And it would have been a more fun job in, in the business, kind of like what I wanted to do, work with comedians and all that. But the problem was it was only three months, guaranteed. So I remember I had a conversation with my ex, my girlfriend at the time, and I said, you know, I just got the job for Fox. She's like, well, why aren't you taking it? And I'm like, well, I couldn't fucking explain to her. Because I want to save money to break up with you. Yeah, because I know we're going to break up. And then she's just sitting there with this. We were having dinner, I remember. And she's just like this puzzled look on her face like, this is what you want to do. Like this, you know, you're, you're good. This is a break for you in a way. You know, why are you not doing it? I don't understand. Can you explain this to me? And, I'm like, and I would come up with all these bullshit reasons. And, uh, you know, it's only three months in the security and all that. And uh, you hate your job that you're at. And it was just like um, that kind of a thing. So she persuaded me to take this job. And it was just Good. basically – but it's not because of the fact that the job lasted actually less than three months because I quit. <laughs> and then so it's basically – On the relationship and the job. And now it's like – and first off, you know, when I was starting out in comedy, I was kind of – I paid my I paid my rent and all that kind of stuff. You know, she did help me out once in a while. And she did help me out with certain things. She did. She was so supportive and great. She's unbelievable as a person. But – I was tired of being dependent upon her if something were to happen. I was like, I got to be my own man and all that. And so when I, I took this job and then I gave it up, I was like, fuck. I'm like, now I'm stuck again with her. And like, you know, and then I think it subconsciously makes you resent them even more. Yeah. Because I didn't even want 
we did not have sex. Like I, I remember we were at a, a hanging out with her friends and we were just talking and then her, they mentioned something about sex and she just looks over at me and she said it loud as could be. She's like, no, we don't really have sex. Like oh in my front of everybody. And I was just like, you know, she's not wrong, you know? And then, so my point is, if your girl though did turn, did she turn you down or did you just knew it wasn't going to happen? Are you talking about like, what? like, were Sex. you getting turned oh, down? No, I didn't want to. I remember, dude, even in the <laughs> middle of the relationship, I look, dude, I'll be honest. Like I, in the beginning, I, I remember her, our sex was never great at all. Not even in the beginning when it's supposed to be great. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I remember I was just like, man, cause she's amazing as a person. Awesome. Like unbelievable. My best friend, we, we have like inside jokes, all the, all the bullshit, you know, what was so bad about it? It was just not just the no chemistry. 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 Yeah. And like, I, I, I mean, it wasn't even the best for her. Would you call that a red flag, or were you just like, no? Ah. Like, it was just, I was you... like, oh, this is just. And it's so funny because I had like the best sex of my life of the week prior with some uh, Asian who was here on business <laughs> from Malaysia. <laughs> best sex, one night. Quipping so stereotypical. Best some Asian. I, I, no, the business. best sex I've ever had. And I remember. No, listen, man. So I basically, I, and then I remember I was with her. I was like, man, this is. It's like going from a flaming yawn to a Salisbury steak, and I was just like, I really like this girl though. It just sucks, and like. Yeah, well, just get know, some more A1 and, sauce. And we even had a mutual thing. Like, we know this is not the best we've ever had, but we're, we, we love each other, you know, and all that. And then and I remember I did. I loved her. So there were aspects of like, the relationship that fed you. She was like family to me. Okay. Like, I remember I would, like, come home when we lived That's together. That's why it felt like you were fucking your sister. That's why it came uh, off I wouldn't say it like that. that. It was just like, you know, <laughs> it was just basically, you know, I used to love, like, working and coming home. And we had a dog and, like, all that. And she would have dinner. Like, you guys working. had a dog? Yeah. And it was she great, kept it? And it died. But uh, I got hit by Jeez. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no, no. But this my is a is, bummer. My point is, is that like she, w- she, it was not, it was not all bad. Like it was, just, the sex was not great at all. But it was like oh, so many other things were were great. Like you know, just. Uh, but if so many other things were great, why didn't you guys work on the chemistry? Sex, work on the you sex? You can't. I think honestly, you can't teach good sex. You can't. And, and it's like. I with her. She even. I remember when we broke up. Like she even went. Like I remember she was like had this like pent up thing, and she came and she wrote to me. She's like, "You suck in bed," and I remember she was like, I could tell she was letting out some shit, and I was just like, "You're right, I do." You know, but I was like, yeah, like, but, like win that little one? do you know, I'm having the best sex of my life with some other girl right now, and I, I mean, I'm just oh, you know. So, it, you, so she never. But knew. My, Aww, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say it. But I was just like in my head. I was like, just, just get it out. I know you got. Let, let me this just out. say this now. This is what I want to uh, kind of come. I, I hope this comes across during the podcast because I know in the past we've talked about the same situation, and I've had com- I've had people comment about it. Mike's a good guy. It's a shitty situation. Yeah, but you're not a bad guy. Like you're a good guy. You're a loyal guy to your, your I, guys. But I, like, in in into your current girl, you are. But it's a shitty situation. I remember I would I would like be sitting in the living room by myself and like when this stuff was going on before we actually did break up and like start crying like because I just knew that I was I was doing the wrong thing and I was going to eventually hurt her and I used to get it in my head like I like her crying when we we're breaking up and all that and like I, I didn't want to see it and I didn't know how to prepare for it. And, uh, Did you wait for her to break up with you? Yeah, I remember we were uh, we were. Tasha uh, hates you, by the way. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. no it's fine. Like, I, I'm, these are good I questions. Remember, I remember um, we. I was trying to figure out like how is this going to go down? You know, like slowly and, pushing her away. And, no, no, no. I was like, okay, so I was. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. So basically, I remember we planned on having breakfast together. We lived in Long Beach at the time, beautiful place, and. Uh, we, she's cooking me. She cooked me breakfast. We started eating, and then she's like, "You know, we haven't had sex in like two and a half months." And I'm like, "I literally just blurted it out. It's like almost. It's like not. I, I didn't even say it. It like came out of my soul. Like escaped. And, I, <laughs> and, it, and it was just like, yeah, I just don't feel like it. 
And then that's when she said, well, we got to break up. And like had this wide eyed look in her face and like I could, and she, she didn't cry or anything like that. And it was just, and I was like, yeah, maybe we should. And then it got to this whole thing. Like, well, maybe what we were should. you eating for breakfast? Uh, bacon and eggs. And like, <laughs> okay. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, is that she did eventually, it didn't like hit her. It was so funny. It was just like, yeah, like we should like this, this we're holding each other back. And like, you're preventing me. Cause she wanted to have kids. She wanted to have a family. And, uh, you know, I, she, and she never would move to LA. Like she would always, always compromise and like live outside to com- accommodate her. And kind of, she said me too, but we'd always live 30 miles outside of the city. Which for I, those listening it, when you're pursuing comedy, it's very far. Fuck yeah. We always lived 30 miles outside and it was like, she, it was like a compromise, you know? And she had my back with comedy. She did. But she never was willing to just, can you please move to L.A.? Please. She hated this. Well, here's the thing. It's okay to have each other's back and love each other. Look, okay. So it just didn't work out. Yeah. And, and some, and, of, the, and some it, of the roads that led there might not have been perfect. And, and, I'm sure you probably yeah. would have loved to have broken up before you cheated. But it just. Yeah. 100%. It's pretty, it's pretty buried as far as all that goes. Yeah. Like, so I just wanted to catch Tasha. We've, we've, we've talked about that before. So then you're single. You're kind of back to living your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Asian tour buses are flying by Hollywood Boulevard. There's a lot. You're dressed up as Spider Man. What like what's the next step? How'd you meet this chick? Uh, on Bumble. It's okay. like Tinder. Okay, so she reached out to you first. Yeah. She kind of saw it in your eyes. Yeah. She knew. You know. She knew you had the, the, the honestly. The I, fever. I, I did not even think twice about this. This was like another one. Like oh yeah, another one. Just another yeah. one of Mike's Philippine hoes. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I honestly didn't think anything of it. Like, and, and I remember, you know, we went on a couple of dates, and like I thought it was a lot of fun. But and... you're going strong because you're looking to move in together. Oh, I love her. She's so you're awesome. three months in. I want to marry her. You want you want to marry her? Yeah. Mike posts the most obnoxious social media photos with her. <laughs> you would be very impressed. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like he posted a photo today. A How could an average guy like me oh, get such up. a hot girl? And every comic's just like, <laughs> not sweet. I see but she's this. gorgeous. I'll show it to you. Yeah, actually, yeah, show her. I'll show it. And uh, she, My yeah, girlfriend she, is beautiful. I'd love to meet her. I would love to have um, both of you to meet her. We I should go on a double date. That would be great. We, there we That'd go. Be well, really fun. don't yeah. let us drink too much. I think much. you really like her. She's amazing. <laughs> she Tasha's going to be like, well, we talked about you on episode 58. <laughs> yeah. um, I absolutely would not no, blow up your I know. spot. We would not. But it's because it's important that we judge you as who you are today and not your past. The only, uh, the, uh, the only problem with that is... Well, I'm still the same guy. I just I think mean, it's I, a good... I, it's a good learning experience for people who listen to this podcast. They're sure. listening to this podcast because they want relationship advice and they want to, you know, be their best selves. And I think a lot of people go through tough spots like that where yeah. they're 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 feeling trapped in a relationship or trapped in their job or whatever. Yeah. And oh, she's beautiful. Why do average looking guys end up with beautiful women? <laughs> dot dot dot. They must have a big personality. <laughs> face. Hashtag out of my league. Hashtag I'm a homo. Oh, I added the last part. Uh, that's all good, man. You got the bug. You got the fever. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you guys will have great uh, mixed ethnic kids. It'll be perfect. Yeah, she's 35, so I think that ship sailed. And you're a... No, not at all. And But you're I like... What are you, 36, 34, 35? 35? We're, same. We're oh. six months apart. That's good. There yeah. you go. So... And you're not looking to have kids anytime soon? I can't now. I mean, like, I'm a struggling comedian and a Lyft driver. I, that would be fair. You but know. you're working hard. He's working hard. He's, working you're getting your voice. Off. And uh, the other day we had a stand-up I'm show. I'm thinking we could adopt. You we, know? Had, we both had a good... We, uh, Mike was on the stand-up show we did in his living room. And oh, we both I had bombed. good sets. You killed he, it. He thought... No. Thank you. You did amazing. Appreciate it. Stop it. You did really good. Keep going. Add on. I'm kidding. You did great. But you had a good set. I was, was surprised, being, <laughs> and he was being hard on himself. And then some um, some good. Asian in the audience loved it. Now some uh, it wasn't an Asian. Some dude was like, "Dude, you were like a f- 
fucking Bill Burr up there. So like you got a really good compliment. Whoa. So shut your trap. Uh, yeah, but I, um, I don't think I. But when it. you're so unlikable, like some of your material is really tough to sell. For sure. So it's, but a, it's the truth. Like Mike's t- some of his material, it's like you know you you're working it out, but it's great. Because Thank it's you. like, oh my gosh, what is he talking? Because you know, you're, it's good. Yeah, like Jay Hollingsworth said something about how I have this thing where I say things that are incredibly abrasive and offensive, but I, I genuinely don't think, don't know that it is. <laughs> like he's like, you have no idea. It's called autism. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think I have my autism. I don't think that's autism at all. I like I honestly is, but... think what I'm saying isn't necessarily like even what we're talking about right now. I'm sure people are listening. Like this guy is a dick, and I said that like so many times. Even when we've been on podcasts before, like I know people think I'm an asshole. Yeah, but if I was like, dude, Mike, I need a hand with something. You'd be like, yeah, cool, let's go, let's for go. Sure. Like you're up for you're you're, up for... you're one, seriously one of my best friends. Oh, you know, out thanks, here. man. But I'm just saying, like East Coasters. Yeah, you no, you here. are, and I, and you know, and I, and I would do that for my friends, but like I'm very honest, and I have my flaws, and I think that you have to acknowledge them to improve them. Like, You're why like, should uh... I? Why should I be hiding them? And also, I think it's, it's a lot of it's funny. I think the funniest things are the are the flaws in everybody. Sure, and like that's the shit that we should all be laughing at. Yeah, like, how can we correct it, but also fucking? Let's and you're 35, and you're fucking up, and it's funny. And yeah, that's good. And exactly. That's, and that's I, what we're. Up I'll for. be fucking up until I'm put in the ground. Yeah. I, I, I will probably fuck up my own death. Yeah, <laughs> no one shows up. You know, I will to a, fuck up my own the ultimate room. bringer show. <laughs> you need six people. There hey, to you need s- five people to get buried. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, so look, so so yeah. you're like we mentioned you're a Lyft driver, so you're driving people around. Mm-hmm. I've, I also dabble in the uh, rideshare community. Sure. Uh, we're not. Are we, are, we ta- are we going there? Well, we're fuck it. so and Mike's and also I wanted to share more. So Mike was a Jersey Shore guy. Like he, mm-hmm. we've we've shared stories in the past of his days on the shore. Um, I wanted to get all the unlikable things out of the way, um, and oh, and uh, and so we get we do it's 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 different. So like Tasha, you know your industry, what you do, you get hit on all the time. We we as men don't get hit You're on. You're a often. model, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We don't get hit on often. It's not a. It's not something. Speak for yourself. Tasha was getting hit <laughs> hey, on. A and Dave, s- you're only saying that right now because she's here. Come on, I really you're don't. Good, you're a handsome man. I'm, I've actually had people refer to you as the handsome guy. Well, thank you. Like they didn't. They didn't know your name. I paid. They them. were guys. <laughs> so they started the hashtag. They literally didn't know your name. They're just like that, that good-looking guy. Like that dude. I'm like, oh yeah, Dave Neal. That's I've my, got. That's my buddy. I've, I've been. I've been told I look like the ugly Kennedy. The one, the, the Bobby Kennedy, the one that's got the teeth and the nose. Yeah, I've been told I look like, I've been told I look like a discount Ryan Gosling. There you go. I look like I look like what Ryan Gosling would look like if he ran over a gypsy with his pickup truck yeah. and went out to go check on her. And right before she died, she just went uglier. I'd be like a week what did later. You, what did Ryan Gosling come up with? He was with a Disney Channel or what? Um, he was uh, actually the, one of the Musketeers. Musketeers. You're, he was you're like, like he was like tight with JT. You're like the yeah. rat. You're like the rat, Matt. Musketeer. There's actually this video on on YouTube of him at 12, like dancing. Oh, and he's sure. amazing. Yeah, with Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Well, no, it was like, no, like, no, no, no. It was like a group of like f- five girls and him, and they were all like doing a choreographed dance. And it was like, I was first off, he looks like a little gay guy, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on point with this dance and stuff. It was crazy. No Asians I, for Ryan Gosling, though. Yeah. Well, he likes, whole, he likes. Uh, he's he is with Eva, Eva Mendez, I think. He's oh, okay. Yeah. So he's got a little. Ethnic. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah she's beautiful. I don't um, really miss. How does an Latina average girl. guy like Ryan Gosling get such a heartthrob? Hashtag. Uh, um, so so um yeah so once in a while we get I got hit on I got hit on, I've been I've told you before I got hit on before driving Lyft. Sure. I had to pick up a chick who. <laughs> Come on, I'm sure it didn't happen just once. No, no, but honestly, not often. It, but honestly, but whatever. Because, Tasha, you get prey hit on 
all the time. Like I was running her Snapchat. She was doing a photo shoot the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm running it, and like some dude, like he's you know, it's like 16 year old. They're like emoticons. They're saying like, "Hey, babe, you're so hot. What? You, oh, please write me back." Blah blah blah. And I responded like, "This is her boyfriend." And then I just w- sent him a photo of me. <laughs> like you know, these dudes have like their dick in their hand and whatever. <laughs> and and um and, and how he, does that okay? How does that uh work out because? You know, she's obviously beautiful, and, like, so you must have to, like, when you're walking down the street, do you see the eye, the prying eyes? Nah, dudes dudes don't hit on her. That's how kind of, like, self, soulless um, cat, I feel like cat calling in it. Like, it, even when I lived in Is Harlem. She, do you get that a lot? Like, that um, BS, like, whistling? Dudes don't hit well, on you I thought I thought when we were just at Rite Aid yesterday, like, uh, the, was the cashier was, like, being super creepy, and you were, like, a little bit ways away, and then he finally came up, and I was like, thank God. I just, like, couldn't have yeah, this he, by he myself. He was, like, the store manager what's of the it, Rite what's Aid. What's his fucking pickup line? What did, yeah, like, what did he I, say I mean, to me I got to admire the balls on this guy for yeah, being he was a Rite a chubby, Aid employee. like, 55-year-old man, and he was, like, uh, and I walked up and, like, didn't say anything to Tasha. I just walked up behind her. And he was like, this guy with you? What, what was his end goal? Like, I don't what was know. He like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna get this. Girl's I think he over. was so far removed from having a chance that he was just like. I think he he's the type of guy who would just get off on on being nice to a girl. And like, I was just thinking the same thing. It was like, a, like yeah. he was he was super nice, but he's like uh, he's like you know your girlfriend's very pretty, and I'm like, yeah, man. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, I like, you're right though. You're onto something that it's not really like. The, the majority of people that hit on me and you know also we don't like I don't go out alone that much it's not like I'm alone at a bar like where there would actually be people my age that I might be interested in hitting on me but the so the majority that of you know people that are giving me compliments or whatever are young kids like on the internet or people that I assume are young kids or very old guys. <laughs> like even in our neighborhood, there's like just creepy old guys. I that, think like, it's like the whole they just put it in the spank bank. Because guys our age, that's not the move to me. We know that's not the move to meet a girl. So it's like that's not. Yeah, you know that doesn't work. Like but, hollering at your you know window what? doesn't it's work. It's so funny because how old are you? In your, you're in your... turning thirty one this okay, Sunday. Okay, yeah. See, like we're we're send still gifts at, to DateNeil5 at gmail.com. We're still at that age where we get hit on a beautiful woman, and if we were single, and it could still turn into something real i think there has to get to a point unless you're like successful and if you're like an but like if you're an old guy like that working as a no disrespect to any janitors out there or right aid employees your ship's kind of sailed bro bro it's just like yeah, you we, know like you you were not picking up and most women, women that look like you so we hit on girls the old-fashioned way we find a flaw in them and we let them know <laughs> your voice sounds a little squeaky today honey <laughs> and then we fuck them and they wonder what the hell happens that's Ew. Uh, so yeah, I w- Valentine's Day last year, we went to the Virgil. We had we had dinner. Got rose went to the Virgil. I'd used the bathroom. I come back and there's a dude hitting on her. She's got a rose in her hand. It's Valentine's Day. I mean, maybe the guy thought she was alone. Sure, he bought you a rose. No, I did. He give you a rose or did I? I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you remember at the Virgil like last like twenty? I, I vaguely remember you going to the bathroom when we were at the Virgil and someone and someone hitting on me. But basically, anytime you leave me alone anywhere, someone's going to hit on me. I don't wow. remember. It really I don't was. know who sounds more unlikable, Mike or Tasha. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Men are just bold. This is the thing, and it's, it's Tasha, it kind of ta- works. In, wait, don't interrupt hold me. Hold on, it they're not just bold. You're, you're a good-looking girl. It, like no matter what, they're not. They're not going to be any worse off. 
You know, yeah. for somebody who's a risk There's taker, no loss. an old guy, a young guy, a, a regular guy, whatever. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen is that I'm like rude and say no, which leaves them no worse off than if they didn't say anything in the first place. So I think that's why like a lot of guys just like throw it all out there and want to come up to somebody. But they forget that like there's a right way to do it. Don't just like. What is that right way? I, it's but something that, about being like just a little more subtle. Like, yeah. you know, don't come on so strong. That's it's what I've learned. Aggressive and creepy. Subtlety. But also, if a girl finds the guy attractive, he can. It's carte blanche. Like, you want to know the most times I've gotten laid, and this is like the way it always worked for me. And I've learned it at like a relatively early age. Is when you're with a girl, you have to act like sex is the last thing on your mind. And it's crazy how that works because like yeah. you do, it's like it's almost like a reverse psychology. I hate well, to say it like because we can smell it. We're like sharks. We know. But we can, I have. We know. I'm from the. Jer- I lived at the Jersey Shore, and a lot of my friends are just creepy, roided beep, out. Beep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hair gel and all that. And I've seen how they act and the way they're so aggressive, and they just they you know I'm like. And there, you might even be. They're more well built than I am. But they're New York, be better New looking York than me. But they're like they, that, uh, dude. Actually, we've already talked about this. New York chicks will hit on you. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. But you got like, and you're single. And you're a guy. You really have to just be a gentleman, and then just act like it's not the. It's not even on your mind. Like, and and then I swear to God, it's crazy. That's yeah, the one thing you, you have find, to act like you don't want in order to get it. Well, I think guys don't realize like it's like sales. There, it really is. They oh, oh, so guys dick. can't ever <laughs> imagine. Like, like what it's like to be a woman. Literally, on average, you guys are all six Bruce inches Jenner taller can. than us. Okay, you're you weigh fifty more pounds than us. Like even without being aggressive, even if you're the nicest, sweetest guy in the world, like we know in the back of our heads that you could take us down in an instant. Yeah. You know, but like that's actually isn't that part of the appeal? It's, and I it's did like a, when, what would be more sexy than a man that you know could just fucking bull rush the shit but out of you? The, but he's the, the sweetest but guy he, in the world. But that you which, can trust that he won't. Without that's got to be sexy. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I'm just saying that. Like, you want a guy me, that won't beat you up, but that could beat up another guy. No, no, no. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at the whole like he's he's imposing. He's this. He's that. But he doesn't come off that way. And exactly. He, and he's that's a sweetheart. It. And that's to me, it. That would be like a disarming thing for a woman, right? You need to so, show your gentlest, sweetest side yes. because we already think of all men as a threat. Yes. Not on purpose. That's just the Louis way C. our K. bodies touched on are that. built. Remember that? Yeah. Like, you know, our biggest. How do women biggest, even date men? We're the worst. We're the, the we're the worst thing. We're the worst thing for them. And yeah. he said something about how like we're worried about. And I've actually heard a few comedians talk about this. We're all we're worried about is what you look like. And then all they're worried about is, am I going to make it through the night? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that's a fucking scary proposition that I never think of. Let me ask you something about this, too. It's like, and I'm glad we have a, a woman's perspective here. It's like, I remember I was, um, when mine, I was. Mine is a when, feminine perspective as well. <laughs> when, I was, when I was dating, and I brought this up several times. I'm trying to figure out a way to make a joke out of it. But it's basically like, I remember I was spending a lot of money. And 80% of my dates I, I still might get laid, maybe, but they were—I I, they were not great dates. They were bad, and I'm really good at carrying bad dates. Thank God I'm a comic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, and I said this—I was like, women always win, even in a bad date, because no matter what, they're gonna at least get free drinks or a free meal, no matter what. So I brought this up to a, a woman comic, and then she said something about how that whole—well, we still have to deal with the whole threat of you being a fucking creeper and raping us or something like that. God forbid. And if that doesn't happen, we just got to deal with you being just creepy the whole time and just making us feel so uncomfortable. The least you could do is just buy us drinks and <laughs> buy us food to like. Who are these guys though that are so creepy? Because I've ne- I don't think I've you know ever what? once. But I, I went on like so many dates, dude, and 
I swear to God, you know, probably 75% of them gave me their creeper story of what happened. I've heard the craziest fucking but things. I, I believe you, but I also believe that they, it's like, it's like our guy fishing story. Like it was a 12 foot shark. Like, touch it. Do you have dude, a real creepy but story? Dude, but dude, it's like the Cosby thing. It's like you, yeah, I wouldn't believe one or two women, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. believe 40 women. No, I believe it to an extent. So it's like, I've dated a lot of, the, a lot of women. And but, like some, I, but so many girls like, Oh, he was such a creep. Why? Cause he tucked his shirt in and opened the dude, door. For I, you. I've heard, Stories where the, the guy, well, not only the dick pics and all that shit you get sent on, like, Twitter <laughs> and all that bullshit, or uh, Tinder, but no, the fucking, I remember them telling me that, like, on a first date, the guy would, like, sit across on the booth and then, like, literally within five minutes say, you know, I feel really comfortable. I'm just going to go sit, I'm going to sit next to you, and then just make their way over sitting right next to them and creeping the fuck out Is of that, them. like, something from, like, the game or something? I did that the other day, That's though. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, that, who's that guy with the, wears the stupid hat? Uh, mystery mystery yeah. that <laughs> ugly fuck talks about he gets all these women give me a fucking break dude yeah there's... and then he has these poor fucking nerds thinking that this shit actually do you think that shit works but there's what? no way yeah but he wears a goofy out. hat and we go on stage and tell jokes that sort of make us no, look good man still. it's dude you do the more to me i just don't believe in like game yeah game like i don't be yourself well, the be game honest. the if game is like being the best version of yourself but don't manipulate you know what that people version. that use game are the fucking people that know they have zero personality and zero genuineness about them and they have to fucking figure out a well they have to self- learn it they have to learn like how to have a conversation with women they have to learn like social they yeah. don't pick up social cues so by themselves so, so they they're taking this guy's advice so they don't want to do well any of these people that follow these rules like they don't want to fucking work on actually being a genuine person so they got to come up with these fucking games to like yeah. try to trick a girl in the fucking I, look i agree isn't I, that right i agree with you well that's fucking disgusting i man. agree with you to an extent but we all do use like uh things that society has taught us you know what i mean i would never but, dude i but, watched that show and i was just like this is the it's a v- show it used, it used to be, to be a, like show. a vh1 show yeah. and they would have these little nerds like be take the mystery or whatever i hope he dies of age i mentioned this last I, episode I, I, I picked up a pickup artist a, uh, a few months back and he had like a dude and a bodyguard. We, talk, we already talked Look, about it. Look, there are – dude, these people are con men. That's all they are. Yeah. Like, and oh, so yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is, is that, yeah, I think that could work. But why – it's like you're tricking a girl into fucking you. That is weird. That's yeah, like so don't fucking try weird. and manipulate somebody. Like don't be manipulating someone's head. How whole uncomfortable like, could, would it be to be, have, to be fucking a girl for the first time while she has a look on her face like, how the fuck did I get here? Why am I with this guy? How can you come to that? Yeah. Like, what's wrong and with why that? hasn't he taken his cowboy head off yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, seriously. Like, but it's a hitch. Why they, am I you, you have the good nerd. things. If you actually want to have confidence and meet someone, there's a way to train someone to like, show the best side of you. And then there's like, the dark that's, force. That's like, all, you, like, dude, that's a cute story. I just don't buy it. That but whole, it's like, like you come ninety and she, she comes ten. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> it's like it's like like teaching a fucking quarterback to like. But throw you know a what? Football. Like you come ninety, I come ten is better than you just coming hundred because that. You no, know what I here, mean? how about this? How about you feel a vibe and yeah. you f- have a feeling and just fucking do what comes natural. And if yep. she and if she doesn't like it, you felt that way, and then maybe you know Tasha wouldn't out. have fit into. Am the- I wrong here? You, Tasha <laughs> wouldn't have fit into the pickup rules. Dude, she would it's have... such bullshit. Dude, I, it's just like, you know, I, I do understand that there are nuances to getting women to talk to you and all that kind of stuff, but I swear to God, 
the only thing I've ever, ever done was be myself. And I know that sounds like so, like, whatever. And you could be saying, like, no wonder well, what, she if fuck I, you. what if myself <laughs> is not good at getting girls? Well, then that's not your thing. Go fucking get a job at uh, – go get a really good job that I'm sure you're capable of getting and then just get a lot of money and I'm sure some Buy fucking some gold digger I think, like, the best gonna advice go for, for guys who maybe just don't think that they're good at getting girls is, like – just be empathetic. Like, be genuinely interested in the girl no, no, that no, you're no, talking no. to in her day. Be generally uh, no, no, interested no, no, no. in what she's saying. No, I, you... dis- I disagree. Hold on. No, 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 so... no, seriously, real quick. Dude, I've seen, I've had friends that are just not good at talking to women. And, and, and I think that with those guys, like, I am relatively good at talking to women. Um, I know guys that are better than me, uh, you know, whatever. But these guys, some people just aren't don't have it and then i think what they just have to do is just find a girl that is just as awkward as them and then one day they meet and they fucking get married and then it's your girl <laughs> you don't have the gift of going up to well both, i've seen genuine awkwardness but what you're movie. saying so people that are awkward talking to women take less shots with women it's not necessarily what you say but how many people you say it to so i feel like you can be awkward with mo- women but take as many shots as the confident guy with women and you might find one who's like this dude's weird but i like him but for somebody who's feeling super unconfident, like you said, like a friend of yours that just like really doesn't get it, sure. what is the the best solution for them besides, you know, the game or whatever? What is like a good way for them to sort of learn how to be better? Um, well, you know what? I look at it this way. I, and the reason why I said this is because like I started talking to girls like I girls did not like me when I was like a teenager at all. Like I was poor, you know, and all that. And like I got made fun of a lot, you know, and all and whatever. But then I eventually dropped out of high school and then uh, started working <laughs> and had lots of money for weed. Did you have a car? <laughs> Did you have a car? I, no, no, I didn't get one eventually. But I had you money. Have a car but my point is, is I had nicer school. clothes. I had more confidence. And, and, I, and I would talk to girls, and I still was scared to death. Like I remember this guy, Mike, actually, at the Jersey Shore when we were like 16 years old, was taught me like you all this. M- but a listen, Mike listen. teaching a Mike. Yeah, but you know, this kid, <laughs> he was genuinely trying to teach me how to talk to girls. And I remember like it was all game, but like – what I learned was I learned at an early age to just kind of conquer the fear. And once I just got over it, it's like doing stand-up for the first time. Like, you know, I got sure, over it. Sure, but you are slightly but hypocritical. I just, you no, were no, taught I'm how to be a make, girl. I'm going to make a point. <laughs> I'm making a point. The whole thing was the fear that I just couldn't do it. And then I realized, oh, no, I'm, I'm okay at this. Like, I'm not too bad. You know, it's the same, I'm not the greatest comedian in the world. I was scared to death, but I, now I realize I can get better at this. And I can All right, be good. so it's a fear These of rejection. These guys are 35 years old and, t- and still awkward as fuck. They just don't have that quality. And it's just like they're super awkward. They say things that are really weird. And they, <laughs> and, but they still go up to them every once in a while, and they just don't pick it up. But that's my point is that they're just not going to get and it. And there's just, comics that are the same way that never get over how weird they are with women, but they get good enough on stage that like women are like, oh, but he was – you know, they, they still get to know him a little bit. Like we all we – always, I always talk about like st- whether you're stand-up or a guitarist or working on Wall Street, we all have some added value for women or whatever your the yeah. sex is that you're no, into. No, like these awkward guys that I'm talking about doesn't mean that they're not good dudes and they don't have qualities about them that some women would find attractive. It's just like some guys are just really good Yeah, like some people just aren't meant to go to a bar and, and – Talk shout. to a girl. If you're like a beta male or whatever, and like, or, or maybe your bar turns into a brunch spot or a bowling alley. Like, maybe it's just not the bar that like they teach you to meet girls at. I remember. Okay, I, I have a friend. Uh, you know Stephen Haas? Yeah. yeah I comic. actually saw him when I was jogging a few weeks yeah. ago. Stephen's a good friend, and he's uh, one of the best comics I know. He's very funny, or whatever. Uh, I remember when I was dating. I would just like give him Tinder stories and all that kind of stuff, and I would like he was like, well, what do you, what are you saying to these girls to like do this? Because he would be on Tinder, and 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 Stephen was not. He's like, I'm dude, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'd be like, well, what did you say? And he'd be like, 
uh, he was, well, I just asked her, you know, about blah, blah, blah. And, I, and, I'm, and then she just wouldn't give me anything. And I'd be like, well, do you care really about that question? And he's like, no, nah, but I'm just trying to think. I'm like, well, then just don't fucking ask it. If you don't care, yeah. don't ask it. Like, just be genuine. Too many guys are seeking approval versus kind of saying what it is. What yeah, do you want? Yeah, or trying to come up with something creative. Yes, or... and that's what he was doing. And I just try to tell him, be like, dude, they know what you're doing. And then, like, and, 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 and you know, and Stephen's a great guy. And, like, what I'm saying is, is that, like, I, I would always just be as, as real as I could with any of these women. And Yeah. Except for when but you know what you... I didn't like them and then I'd have to, like... You remember that Aziz thing that he talks about when you don't like a girl? No. Like, uh, what do you do? Do you do one of? We all do one of three things. We do the whole ghost them, never talk to them again. Okay. Or we pretend we're too busy, or we just be straight up with them. You remember that bit? Ian? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I always just fucking pretend I was too busy. That was my flaw. I was too much of a pussy to tell them. I have a real problem with that, and I'm I'm totally guilty of it too. Like, kind of just ghosting or being too busy and just waiting for them to stop bothering me. But I really regret that now that I'm. I don't know, just do a little too. older. I just feel like yeah. it, it was a pussy move. Yeah, me too. It was a pussy move. Yeah. And I should have I'm just had the f- balls to say, you know what? I really wasn't feeling it so that you don't leave them wondering. Yeah. And I, I feel like uh, like I'm 35 and I was just doing that eight, six months ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I still haven't learned. And if I was single again, I would scary. do it again. It's scary. So I, I asked, get why people uh, do it. Like I you, didn't want to hurt It takes feelings. balls to but, be straight up. But it's, but it's on it. I asked yeah. a girl out a couple years ago named Tasha. And I asked her at it, like, let's call it 6 p.m. I didn't hear back from her. I said, and I said exactly what I wanted to say, which was we should go out on a date. I didn't say, would you go on a date with me? I phrased it in a way that she couldn't say no. I wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a yes. She can still say no. She still said. <laughs> she can say, I don't think we should. I uh, disagree with you. And then the next day, like 11 a.m., like a long time had passed. She resp- I had already screen grabbed the convo and been like, what the fuck's up with this bitch? <laughs> did you text it to somebody? Yeah, I did. Who I said it to Patsy. To? I said, "What <laughs> this chick's? What, my you know friend from you know friend who understands my own troubles." I was like, "What's going on?" And I probably sent it to I, I don't know who the dude would have been. I don't have I didn't have many LA guy like guys that weren't comics. Sure, and I don't share my screen grabs with comics. You plus a you know. Mm. But you responded the next day and you said, "Wouldn't that be bad for our friendship or something?" I said, like, "Wouldn't that be weird?" Yeah, and I was like. Yeah, let's do it. And then, well, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Like, whatever. Uh, and, oh, you know what? And then, you know, my response was... So you guys were friends first. Yeah. Yeah, but my response was, really? you just made it weird. <laughs> and then Did you it, always like her, though? Uh, yeah, but I never really pulled the trigger for until... Did you like him? Mm. Really? What no. is it that made you turn? We met... She had a boyfriend we met, and I wasn't really even trying to hit on her, and she was a huge bitch. We met on the job, so like... We met... Well... We you worked together. Well, we don't need to get into the whole thing. The podcast has heard it a million times, but we worked in a job. She was a bitch, and I wore her down, and we ended up being No, close but I friends. wasn't a bitch. You were also just, like, being very obnoxious. Sure. You were being very obnoxious. What made you turn? Well, you know, we stayed in touch. We didn't see each other for a long time. I moved out to L.A., dating a different guy at this I never point. got to know he you as a good person. LA. I only knew you from like a bad day on set. I basically knew from a bad, humid but, day on set. But um, I had a, had a few friends who had like moved to L.A. from New York. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough move. Or at least it was a really tough move for me. And sure. I've lived all over the United States. so And I've never had as hard of a move 
as that as that one it was really hard for me to make friends it was hard for me to find my friend group it was hard for me to be entertained it was just weird it was it's way different from the vibe of new york where like adventure is right at your fingertips 24 7 like this is not that city and um so anytime i had a friend who was moving from new york to la i really felt like it was my responsibility to kind of like take care of them and like be their friend at first because i just knew how shitty it was for me Mm -hmm. she treated uh, me like i was a wounded vet like she (laughs) but anyway built him a wheelchair ramp I was like, hey, let's get together. You know, I'm going to be going hiking. You know, feel free to join. And I was legitimately surprised that she reached out to me. Wow. So, just it, c- and then you were, it was strictly this. Uh, she was dating a guy. Platonic. We were both yeah. in, in things that weren't, we weren't open. Like, like I was in a failing relationship. She was in a relationship. Were so your relationship failing? My relationship was floating. It wasn't going any, I, it wasn't going anywhere, but it wasn't. But like it's important that it, I'm not yet. hitting on her at all. Yeah. She's my, sh- like, we're but both. I think that's, like, the best, like, that was the best case scenario for us to kind of really get to know each other without having any sort of weird pressure. Because, you know, when you're both single and you're hanging out with a single person, it's like, oh, do they like me? Do they not yeah, like yeah. me? I don't want to say anything weird. Like, for us, it was it was really freeing to just kind of be like, be we're yourself. just bros. She brought her boyfriend to my first ever comedy show four years ago tomorrow. Wow. She you brought have him that date set. like written down in your calendar? Do you, April, still, April do you still have like, do you still, are you friends with your ex still? No. Okay. No. I mean, so. we, he, he lives around here. We don't talk. We hardly ever see each we other. We ran into him on a hike. Really? And I was shirtless and I wasn't in the best shape. I was a little insecure. <laughs> I was a little were pasty. You a little insecure? What does he look like? I, had lar- <laughs> I have large nipples. I was very insecure with the old silver dollars. Um, <laughs> I don't think you have large nipples. I do. I'll tweet them out for you all to judge. <laughs> um, we're, we have digressed into a million different uh, paths from sure. where I wanted to go, but I don't. Yeah. I don't mean to ra- to to cut you off, Tasha. But we, um, the the when I fell for Tasha, mm-hmm. I had I had lived in L.A. briefly. Mm-hmm. I moved back to New York. Mm-hmm. I finished. I buried my relationship. It was already dead. I, it was rotting, and it, it went six feet under. Sure. Um, I went back to being single. And loving it, and seriously having a, uh, enjoying my freedom, and 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 all of that. And then Tasha came to visit a, another dude, um, whatever. And and I uh, saw her. Um, I want to call it December fifth of the same year, twenty four, twenty twelve. I'm, I'm going to call that it the same year. That might be pretty accurate. Yeah, it was like it was early December because uh, you were like, "Oh, we should all meet up." And I met your friend Akila. We went to a Bengals bar in the East Village called Phoebe's, and um, and I was like, "Oh, geez, this is the first time." I've met Tasha where I know she's single. I knew it. You didn't say it. You didn't tell me. Blah, blah, blah. How I, did you know? I knew you were single. How? I knew it. Like because the way she you, was acting? You know why I knew it? Because I fell in love with her. That's weird. That is, wow. I swear to God. And I was like, damn, this girl. And she kept on giving me hugs. You kept on giving me hugs. You're like, good to see you. And you kept on saying goodbye. And I hadn't left yet. I know you were there to visit someone else. That's fine. That's, that's how it works. Um, it, then the next day... You can't. She was going to come to one of my open mics, and um, my my sister was in town with literally her like uh, two month old, sure. and 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 she was like, "I'm not going into like my sister threw a fit because she's like not used to the city and whatever." And I was like, yeah. "I was like, hey, Tasha," I said, "Hey, I'm sorry." I, she was literally sitting down to the mic. I was like, "I can't, I'm not going up." Blah blah blah. I had to go leave, and I don't know if I saw you again or whatever. Um, we stayed in touch, and then and then um, literally. Uh, we text each other, I, I would say, every several weeks or so. And then eight months later, I got a gig in L.A. And one of the first people I told was Tasha. And I was like, I think I'm moving out here. And I pretty much saw her my first day here. And 
I was friend zoned for several months, but uh, about three or four months in, uh, you know, it was kind of like shit or get off the pot. Like, are we going to do this or not? And I got, you know, I got the double chin every few times I'd go in to kiss her. She'd like back off. <laughs> you know, she freaked out. It was weird. You were like, yeah, <clears throat> I, you were making purposeful attempts to get out of the friend zone. And I wasn't sure that I was good with that yet, but it was good that you took the leap. Yeah, I had guys like I had an episode. If, if anyone wants to go way back in the archives, Bobby Lee was on an episode, and he was like, "You got to fucking ditch her. You got to blow her out of the water. You got to tell her." What, and he was just having fun, like yeah. he was just being stupid. But like, um, I think he would agree with with my actual path, which was a few weeks later. You know, a few weeks after Christmas, I was like, "Look, like, I'm not going to watch you date another guy." So either like, let's the reality as we know it's over. It was like literally. Uh, friend zone is over. Yeah, I was like, either we're doing I mean, this or nothing. Yeah, and I was like, it wasn't an ultimatum so much as like uh, ultimatums are like. Could you have like if she would have rejected it? Could you have still been friends with her? No, I was moving on, and that doesn't mean I wasn't gonna like. I wasn't doing anything. I was. I was. In the, the the advice to to people is just like just worry about yourself. Don't make someone else happy at your own detriment. I was like, I'm not going to watch this happen. And I'm not going to also too, you do have to be very clear about what your intentions are. And I think a lot of guys just fall short. Like if you want to ask a girl on a date, ask her on a damn date, say it's a date. Don't say, Hey, do you want to grab lunch? Like say, I want to take you on a date. Like, because that way there's no way that you, that she could misconstrue what your intentions are. Like say, I want to, but isn't the mystery kind of like, there was a lot. Well, she's old school and, and, and it's, I, I was Taj was the first person I had an issue with my headliner the dude was like he was going off on me it was real stressful I'm literally at, in the airport heading to Atlanta and I just the night before gone bowling with Tasha kicked her ass at bowling just really shredded her <laughs> she slapped my butt though and it was like oh game's on you know what I mean like <laughs> like you don't just go bowling one on one with somebody they pinch you in the ass and not think that something's gonna happen and then shit's going down I'm at the airport and Tasha was the first person I wanted to call and talk to about it and you were with I think you were with Anna shooting something but you actually you actually spent time talk to me and and I was like I had built a friendship I had built like this trust and all this other things and then eventually um, I was like look like. I think I, I think it took a, a few roundabout turns, but I made myself clear with like, oh, this is just silly that we're not doing anything about this. But yeah, and but you had to make that clear to me because your first couple attempts were just like, oh, we're friends. And then you just randomly tried to kiss me like, oh, that's really weird. Yeah, and but not you say okay. randomly, you to... but it was like raining in the valley <laughs> and we're st- standing okay, by my Nicholas pool. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm upside down. I'm Spider-Man. And uh, all these like things are happening. I'm like, I invited her to one of my shows. We got dinner. It's like, look, OK, don't I mean, I didn't know I needed to put it in a typewriter and like yeah, fax it I, to you. I, I gotta say, like, I never say stuff. Like People that. were confused. People on my I've team had were a lot confused. Of guy friends just randomly like just want to like make it like a casual thing. I don't. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in either being in a relationship or staying friends, one sure. or the other. So you need to make it clear to me that your intention is: I want to try this out as a relationship. Not I just want to make out with you because you're my friend. That's a girl, and I think you're hot. I also wanted clues that, that you were sense. that she was responding to what I was saying because on the outside you don't get anything from Tasha when she's like thinking. So it's like total poker face. And then I went away on a trip late January. I come back. I turned my phone off airplane mode and she said, I am at the terminal waiting or I'm close by waiting for you. She, she, I was like, oh, that's the move. That's the move I was waiting for that shows she's into me. She lives very far from the airport. She made plans with some friends that are close by and picked me up at the airport. I lived in the valley. I wasn't planning on whatever. She came back to my place. Hey, hey, yada, yada, yada. That means we fucked eventually. <laughs> if your parents are listening, jeez, thanks. Um, no, I mean it was it was all all respectful. That must things. have been awesome for you. I told everybody. <laughs> 
I told everybody. That must no. That actually has to be. I don't know if I've ever experienced. You that. don't sleep when I don't, that happens. I don't. I like bail on. Friend, you do that morning friends with, friends with girls like that. I like think are hot. I don't stay in those. This like, is I'm me. Just, Breakfast I'm club out. morning after walking across a football field. Pump my hand in the air, <laughs> screenshot, freeze frame, play some music, show's over. Yeah, that I fought been, with her for two years that after that. That must have been cool. <laughs> that must have been really cool. So, like, did you guys, after that, like, be like, okay, now we, like, did you tell them, like, we are together I was now? Like, like, no, no, no. We, we, um, I, I, that literally the next morning I had to go do a podcast and with the guy I was producing it for, and she was like, well, will I see you later? And I was like, kind of like my normal single self i was like you know i don't know maybe like i got this and she was like oh okay she immediately gave me attitude what are you talking i have no recollection it was at the breakfast place that tony's breakfast place we went to and you gave me because we had two different cars because we had to part ways and you immediately were like treating me like no bitch i'll tell you if i'm gonna see you tonight wow yeah and then and then uh, i was like oh shit this is the thing and then i called her later in the day to make sure you were okay or i texted you whatever i was like i made sure she was okay because it was like we went from you know, it was, you know, I mean, we're not going to get too personal. It was, I was like, I wanted to make sure that we were both on the same page and I didn't feel like I was just too good of a charmer. <laughs> <laughs> and how long did it take for you guys to be official after that? I mean, we are, I mean, we're pretty much immediately official, but I mean, I wasn't seeing anyone else after. I know you guys are still asking her out there, uh, but, but I think we were official pretty close because Valentine's Day was a few weeks later. We did that together. And um, I know, I know, I she and she also like was such b- bullshit. She was like, "You have to get down on your knee and ask me to be your girlfriend." Like she did all, that. and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I, then I find out she had never g- given a guy like that sort of like the Man. rules. But yeah, so I did that. I got down on my fucking knee, wow. my dirty that room. That takes a man to, to move that. the laundry and get down on my knee. That would be like, yeah, that's like fucking almost the same as like. A, and making a guy rape you. Sore knee, just listening. Like, when would you be my? You, you needed accept? to make it official. <clears throat> you know I, well, I thought it was to me, and that's fine. And I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, sure. I was making it official. You want to? Uh, not to make this about me. Make but, it, please. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Get me off the hot seat. No, I kind of like find it interesting on how me and my girlfriend became official. How'd you become official? No, because it happened so fast. Like, I, okay, I, I think this is an interesting story, actually. I really do. Because, like, okay, so you're going through. We went on two dates, right? She doesn't. Usually, like, if I'm feeling a girl, like, I'll, I'll kiss her. And, like, usually, like, we get reciprocated, right? And, like, she, I, I go in to kiss her, and I'm thinking we're going to, like, make out. It was a good date, you know? She's super cute and all that. Where'd you take her? Uh, I took her to some place in Culver, Rush Street. What um, kind of food is it? Great place. Uh, just drinks. We just had drinks. Oh, just drinks? Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then she's cool. She's really cute. Really short, but cute. And <laughs> then uh, and it, it was fun. I knew an instant. It was an instant connection for me and all that. And then I remember I, I go to – I thought we were, like, going to make out. I was like, this is a great date, you know? I mean, and then – she just like I go in for the kiss and she just gives me like hold on like hold that. on hold on where were you in, in in the parking garage. in the parking garage okay in the gra- in a garage yeah oh, goodness yeah 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 you were trying to get some validation hey boys ah, hey high boys high 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 somebody high. Right. yeah right there Mikey. all right missed <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no no so she just gives me like a peck and then I'm just like okay and then I was just like yeah, she's Catholic yeah. But no, she says, and then she just says, like, I don't kiss on the first date at all. You're lucky you got that. And wow. Then, so listen. So That's like her hand job. Yeah. Pick. Yeah. It's like so I got laid. Anyways, for her. But I, no, so we went on a second date and same thing again. It was like good. But then I started getting less interested because like she was, I just felt like she wasn't physically into me. Like I gave her a kiss, the same exact kind of kiss again. And I was just like. This girl is. I don't think she's like really that into me in physically, whatever. And I'm just like, Meanwhile, I don't know. She probably has all these guilt or, or thoughts going on in her head. Who knows? So here's what happened. So basically, she uh, we were supposed to hang out that night again, and then she uh, I overslept, 
And then I, she's like, she actually texted me when I woke up. I, I found a text that said, like, if you're not feeling me, why don't you just tell me? We were supposed to hang out. And I said, I've overslept. It's like, yeah, right. You're so old, you overslept for a dinner date. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, no, it was like nine-ish or whatever. But anyway, I was really tired. So so then... um no, no, all so, that pecking you've been doing. Right, exactly. No, no, so then I actually, I was like, I, look, I invited her to a show. It was one of these horrible fucking, like, you know, Big Mike Mitchell shows? Oh, yeah, of course. Fucking terrible in a uh, place, you know, Sardo's? Yeah, of course. It's a, so, you invited her to a black show it was at, a, so, at, a, at a porn bar. It was in the valley. so bad. You know Sardo's? It's a porn bar. I don't know. The chick who runs it is, like, big butt anal, you know, she's a porn star. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, well... I take her. I, I I invited her to that, and I remember how bad that show was. But I think the thing first off, I thought she looked really sexy. But then the thing was like I, I really found attractive was she was laughing a lot, like at really just she just seemed like she just wanted to laugh and have a good time. And the show was so bad. I'm like, well, you know, she has a good sense of humor. Long story short, um, I we're in we were at a bar. I just went in for it, and made out with her at the bar, and then she like kind of recipro- she finally reciprocated, and then we went back to the uh, my car. And we just had a makeout session like high school kids. Wow. And then uh, I remember she's like, are you dating anybody else? I was just like, I, 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 I was like fucking going crazy at that time, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, well, I'll stop, you know? And, <laughs> and she's like, well, good. I mean, I just don't want you fucking around anymore. Like, you know, we should see what, where this goes. And oh, that's like, sweet. And I've never, I haven't done that in a year. Like, I haven't done that with anybody. And I was just like, and I felt so fine with doing that. Long story. This story is more boring than I thought it was. All your uh, long, all your long stories start with long story short. No, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. But anyway, no. But I'm trying to get to the point of me being official. It was basically a couple of days later. She comes over to my place. I wanted to cook her dinner, and I'm not even. A, I don't cook at all. And I made her. And we actually like. I bought all these ingredients to make a pizza from Trader Joe's, and she came to my place, and like we had wine and all that, and then we like worked on it together, and I was like. Damn, this is like my friend here. I was just like, but I want to fuck her like really bad. <laughs> and then I remember uh, we just we we just started like while, while the pizza was cooking, like started making out. And then I just was just like, did you, was it you, frozen was, pizza or did you? No, make we it? made it. Okay. Uh, and then I remember I just asked her, I was like, will you be my girlfriend? And we were only like dating, like known each other for like a week. And I was like, I it felt right, you know. And I was just like, and she's like, yeah. And then we fucked for the first time, and, like, <laughs> and it was great. So yeah, amazing. You know, and then we fucked for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I fucked my girlfriend. No, but like, we're still in the parking garage. But I mean, of all the shit that I was doing earlier, like in that previous year of just, you know, I felt finally like she somebody. Didn't ex- yeah, but she didn't exist in your world. No, not at all. And like, but the thing I think I was the most uh, attractive thing about her to me was just how I felt so comfortable, and like we were like friends making a pizza together, and like and. And uh, she's so wise too, like uh, with like advice and like things to say. Like she, she never graduated college because she had to take care of her parents. She never could. She could easily. Yeah, but she's, she's doing well, right? She's doing okay. You know, she's helping her brother right now. Well, we I was going to ask. Fight about I was going to ask you about this. So, oh, this is so good. I I've love ta- her opinion. Yeah, on I've this. talked to you. We, we broke up for a day, by the way. Wow. I told you about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I would love to know your opinion. So her brother. Everything's okay now, kind of, but not really. Who do you live with? I you live have with like eight, you live some dudes? Eight, seven people. You live with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, but a bunch I'm my of own comics. Man. I shit. pay my own rent. Yeah. So you live you live in like a in like a comic den, pretty much. And then she lives with her, her brother, her, with her brother, yeah, who's forty one years old. Which is a, okay. No, just and she's thirty five. Okay, so I remember. Okay, you tell me your honest opinion about this. So I, I remember when I met her. She she tells me that she lives with her brother and whatever. He's a photographer, you know, and uh, and they moved out here almost a year ago. And then <clears throat> so she she just, from where from San Diego, San Diego. Okay. And uh, they they grew up in Hawaii, but they moved to San Diego. And then um. So she just says, yeah, he's a uh, photographer. He's trying to make it out here and all that. And, and then I eventually found out that he doesn't have a job and she's paying his rent. And she does okay. Like she would be okay if she was living by herself 
for the job that she has. Expensive but she's city. broke as fuck because she's paying his bills and her bills. And I pay for everything. Oh, okay. And you said trying... she had previously helped out her parents yes. as well. And, okay. and then I remember like we would have conversations where I, I would like like I was like you got to live for yourself. This is your time and all this like you know and all that. And she would like start crying. She like knew that I was right. But you'd come over to make her dinner. And... So here's what happened. <laughs> so no no no. We I remember where where my first red flag on her. And if, I don't call it a red flag. It's not about her personality per se. It was just a red flag for me. Was uh, we spent the whole day in Venice. I spent a shitload of money. And I was, you know, I had a great time. It was awesome, you know, hanging Chicks out with make her. you spend money. Yeah, but it was great. It was fun. I liked it a lot. And then I remember we'd come back to her place, and then we were like, hey, you want to go get a pizza? There's this, like, really cool place, like, around the block. And I was like, sure, more money. Why not? You know, let's do this. And then I, I, bought, the, I bought a pizza for us. It wasn't fucking cheap. And then she's like, "How much was it?" It was like twenty five bucks okay. for a fucking pizza. Yeah. And then, um, and she's just, "Would you like buy a, a sandwich for Ray? Because I want to go back there empty handed with him." I'm fucking and Ray. That was just, that was like, what? I, and then, like the thing was like, I was like, I know you're broke and you don't have a lot of money, but why are you asking me this? Like, this is fucked up. I'm not like supporting your brother. It's almost like Ray's and not I, really. And her I brother. didn't say that. I just pussied out and just bought it. Sure, because like it was like we were like hanging out for like three weeks. Well, at she that put point. you in a weird spot. What are you going to say? It was no? weird. Yeah, and I didn't say no, but I stayed in my head. And then I remember I, I went over. I hung out with her two days, and then on a third day, I was driving the lift, and I was by her house, and I hit her up. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And she's like, oh, "I was watching TV with my brother." I was like, "Oh, cool. You want me to chill out for a little bit? I'd like, you know, like to see you again." And then she's like, "Well, could you just like let me meet you outside?" And I was like, "All right." And then we go out, and we're outside. I'm like, "Hey, why can't I just come in and like watch some TV? You know, whatever." And she's like. Ray said that like you're coming over a little too much, and I'm just like, that was like what? And then that's when the, all this shit started, and I was just like, this motherfucker has to get a job, you know, because like he's ballsy. And I remember we were talking about living together, and I was like, hey, you know, I I want to live on the west side. I want to live with you, and I can help you out. Ray's like, on the couch. No, no, Ray <laughs> has his own room. We could like whatever. It would be fine. There's actually plenty of room for me to live there. And then um. And I remember she was like, yeah, you know, that actually would help. And I think that'd be great, you know? And, like, and then she went up to Ray to fucking ask, like, pr- proposition about this or whatever. And Ray said, it's going to be kind of crowded here with Mike here. <laughs> and then this all, like, sticks in my head. She comes back to me with this, and I'm just like, fuck this guy. Like, you know, if I was in his position, first off, I'm 41. I'm, like, putting And not all... supporting yourself. Well, the bottom line is... I understand that whole starving. And you come thing. home and see him on the couch. No, no, no. And that's the thing. I would come home and I look, dude. I know that I come home. I come to their place late at night. He's watching Pawn Stars or right, some shit. Right. Like, he's, he's like, he's watching, <laughs> no, he's watching like TV. He's always watching TV when I go over there. And I know that it's late at night, but it's like, and it's none of my business per se. But you want to see him fucking hustling. I want to see him not only like scroll eating, eating and a pencil in eating, his ear. shitting. Or sleeping and working. That's all I, you should be doing if you're putting all this pressure on your sister. And she's broke as fuck. And then, like, my point is is that I get, as, a, as an artist, like, dude, if I had somebody supporting me, I would be moving a little faster in comedy, too. But, like, the bottom line is, it's like, dude, like, you have no say. If your yeah. sister is supporting you, you do what the fuck she, she says is going to happen for, you know, like, yeah, if it's gonna help her out, to she's have, making have sacri- the bills paid. She's making sacrifices for you. It's your turn. Like, mm-hmm. where do you get your balls? And that's where I have the problem. It's not that she's helping her brother. I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's not that this guy's untalented enough to eventually get where he wants to go. It's 
dude, you're putting unbelievable pressure on your sister, and she's finally going to have some relief maybe come her way, and you're being a selfish asshole. Well, I'm sure you brought this up to her in a very calm and presentable way. I broke up with her. I was like, (laughs) I said, I said, I went up to her, I said to her, I was like, I think you're weak. I think you. I think you. <laughs> what? Want, I, this yeah. is such the wrong approach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I just said I don't believe in you. That you want to like live your own life. You came out to LA saying that you wanted to finally at 35, uh, finally make your own way. And, and she said it. you're right, and she rationalized that. <laughs> no, I just. I <laughs> oh, really? She's like, you don't believe in me, and I was just like, no, I don't. I don't. I think you're all talk. I think that, you know you want it, You talk about quitting smoking. You don't do that. You, I don't, I, the one thing I hate is a talker, and that's actually true. I hate talkers, man. And then I was just like, and I just was fed up, and because I, I could not get this out of my head all day long, driving for Lyft, like almost getting into accidents. Yeah, because, yelling at yourself like this bitch. Is no, in this it's just like she's all these horrible thoughts are going through my head. I'm like, I love this girl and all this stuff, but she's weak. I can't be with somebody. Yeah, if she weak. can't stand up to her brother, yes. which she should, she has exactly. every right to yes. be standing up to and her brother. And it's a good catalyst that you're there, that you're in, a wrench in the system. It's just a way, it's just a communication. Well, I, me- I went about it a little harshly, of course, <laughs> but then the bottom line is, and then I was like, and she's like, you're really going to break up with me over something that's temporary. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to end this But right how now. temporary is it really if she's I not don't know. Moves? I don't, well, she's fine it's it's this guy that like and she's like yeah but she has to sit down and put some pressure on him well she says she is and then she said that he's going he's he's getting close to like a breakthrough and then the long story thing here's the thing that i wanted to say is just basically i broke up with her and i remember the next day like waking up it was like i woke up from like i like i killed somebody and i didn't realize i did it until that morning like I was like, oh my god, what You're have like I done? You're like horrified. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I broke up. We went from anger to sadness. I was so sad. I was like freaking out, and I was like, oh my god, like. And then I remember I hit her up, and I was just like, you know, I'm. Really They're gonna sorry. say you hit her. <laughs> I remember, I really. <laughs> no, no, I was like, her. I'm really sorry, and I, like, please take me back, and like I'm pegging her. And then uh, she's like, I need time to think about it. And then I remember uh, this is funny. So I remember she hits me up a couple of days later, and then she's like, I want to meet you tonight in Santa Monica. And I'm like, all right. And then I'm like mentally preparing myself for her just saying it's over. Yeah. And then like I'm like, be classy about this. Don't be don't say anything mean. And then just like say, look, I care about you, but I respect this and you're gonna be heartbroken, but deal with it. I'm like mentally preparing myself to be strong. And then I remember I get in a fucking car accident. Oh, no way. A fucking a sanitation worker sides sideswipes me and fucks my car up. And I remember first thing I did was call her. Because I was supposed to meet her in Santa Monica and I also wanted to tell her about the accident. And I remember here's what I did. I was like Hey, baby, uh, I just got uh, hit by a, a sanitation truck. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Baby, all I do is I just want you back. I don't understand why this. Oh. <laughs> I just like, acted like a bitch. I was like, I can't, I can't live without you. You like, leveraged a street sweeper. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I know. And I was just like, I'm, all I want is you. She's just like, okay, I'll come out to you and we'll talk. And then we got together eventually. But like, I realized that I can't live without her and I got to stick with this. Thing. Well, it and sounds I, like you had a I, traumatic experience as far as the fight and breakup goes, and it sucks that sometimes that brings out your real feelings about yeah, someone else. Yeah. But it's also like the, that's another catalyst. You know, it's interesting. Like what Kevin Hart said, I, I found something <laughs> that he said, and I thought it was interesting. I thought it was good, and it summarizes relationships up in a way. Like you know, it's like we all look. Like he says something like, and especially a man in his position says like you could always look at, and he's married to a second wife. He's whatever. Anyway, and he's saying that you could always look at another woman that have a nicer ass or bigger tits, or whatever it is. But he goes, finding a woman with a sound mind is next to impossible. And he goes, I have that. I'm okay. I, I'm fine. I'm good. And that's how I think about my girlfriend is, like, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And, like, you know, physical stuff is great and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. But the most, the most important thing 
is that I can be around her. I can ask advice from her. She can ask advice from me, and we're civil in that way. And she's smart, and she's not irrational. And, and you're on the same page. Yes, you know that we're you're 110%. on the same team. Yeah, you're, and she's you very, know that you've very got each other's back. She's very supportive. I remember we were supposed to. You go, want a friend for the zombie apocalypse? She's that girl, and like, That's I remember. What you want. No, like, we were supposed to go to Dockweiler last night. Uh, we planned it for like almost a week. We were going to go to Dockweiler and like have a bonfire together. And like you know, have like a picnic almost. It's to be really romantic and all that. And then I got a notification from Ken Gar that runs the improv open mic that it's going to start earlier on Sunday. It was yesterday, and it was supposed to start at ten. Now it's going to start at uh, seven. seven or something like that. I had to call her and say, "Hey, babe, this is like a big deal. I have to go to this mic." And then she's like, she was a little disappointed, but she was just like, "All right, I'll come with you." And then like she. Dressed up, looked great last night, and came with me to the improv. Did you get up? Through, no. Oh, but the it's thing a six-hour show. Dude, it's crazy. I, we didn't stay the I'm whole so time. Glad we didn't, didn't stay the whole time. Fuck that. No, no, no. Here, it was kind of a ripoff, dude. That was dude, fucked they, up. They, they talk no, no, it no. up just so they get you to be dude, in the audience. it was a, such a fucking So rip-off. I can watch some second-year female comics dude, showcase no, no, and pass no, no, me. Well, dude, I get, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it from their point of view how it's important to them. But you, you hit us all up. We go there by the fucking hundreds. 80% of the spots are already booked. No, here's the thing. So, no, we go there. It's earlier. It starts, at, it starts around 7. They're like, okay, so we're going to have 10 book spots, and then we're just going to do buckets all night long. And I was thinking to myself, all right, I get it and all that. And then here's what they do. They go through the 10 spots, and then they call, f- like, five bucket tickets, and then they just cut it off, and they say, Work all right, things. come back in an hour. We're going to just go to the other room now, and we'll get all you up. That's why I lasted six hours. I was like, fuck this. Oh, they went from the I, main room to the lab? To the other room, yeah. And I was just like, what? that is like some scandalous shit. I mean, like, and then the bottom line is, dude, the booker's not going to fucking six, stick around for six hours to watch a bunch of open micers. Who cares if you kill? Who cares if you murder? He's specifically there to see those those um, those um 10 book spots. In front of a good audience, in which, front of a which good we audience, were suckered to provide. We were bamboozled. And, I like, and I'm telling you right now, and look, dude, Ken Gar is, is I consider him a friend. He's, I love Ken. He's a great guy. He really is. He's but, promoting his open mic. It's totally... Yeah, it's all he's doing. I would have did the same exact thing. But you go once but or twice and you realize, oh, okay, this is what it is. This was, that was bullshit. And, I, and there's no way that that booker stuck around for everybody. Like, it's, there's, it's not possible. And then he sees you in front of a shitty crowd and... You, yeah, you know, it's people just, that yeah. are mad. Could you, exactly. I, yeah. I, I went up, you know, this, I, this, is, this is actually pretty funny. I went. I went to the uh, that mic a couple of Sundays ago, and I remember um, me and my girl had to stand up. She was there with me, and then fucking a seat opens up at the bar, and I'm like, "All right, baby, go ahead, sit down like here. You know, I'll just stand next to you." The guy next to her gets up, and he's gone, and he leaves his jacket on the back, and he's gone for probably about a good twenty minutes. And I'm like, "You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna sit in his seat. If he comes back, I'll just say, hey, man, I was keeping it warm for you and all that.'" And he come, and then I'm sitting back on the thing, and all of a sudden I feel this like yank on the on the on the thing. He, the guy was like getting his jacket, and he was. Not happy. And, I was like, <laughs> and he like just storms away. And I'm like, fuck Was he a this. comic? Listen. So I was like, <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck this guy, you know? Like, fuck him. You know, whatever. You're going to leave for 20 minutes and you're going to get mags. I took somebody took your seat. And then uh, Ken Gar comes up to me. He's just like, hey, man, uh, what were you doing sitting in the booker seat? Oh. <gasps> no <laughs> way. I was just like, oh, my God, my career's over. That's funny. And then. Um, fuck him. What are you going to do? Seriously. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, I don't care. But, uh, That's funny. I just thought it was funny. 
That's Sorry. so funny. I'm talking way too much. Uh, no, we got to end on that. Dude, we're, way, we're just over an hour, man. All right. I didn't even get into some of the dirt I wanted to get into. Oh, Luck, f- lucky for you. I didn't, thank God. I, you, you spun the hot seat around on me. Dude. <laughs> you stole uh, my seat like I was for the next booker. Time, <laughs> for next time. Uh, all right, look. Uh, it's always um, a good time talking Where can people you. find you? Do you have any shows from? Uh, yes, I do. All right. Uh, I'm at alberici23 on Instagram. I should probably change that, huh? Because like, nobody knows how to spell alberici. Well, spell a- it. A-L-B-E-R-I-C-I. The number's 23. It's on Jordan. It's on Instagram. And then uh, alberici215 on Twitter. And then I have a show uh, this Saturday, uh, the 30th, at Shaky Town Live. Are you at Shaky Town? Is yeah. that Nikki's show? Uh, it's uh, Yeah, she's like something to do with it. Uh, it's Dante's show, I think. Oh, it's Dante's? Yeah. Oh, we got to get on a show together, man. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know if I'm around for that one, but we got to get on a show soon. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So those listening, you guys love Mike. It's your third or fourth time on the podcast? Something like that. It's third or fourth. Always a good time. Follow him. Check him out. Tasha... Check her out too. Be kind. Uh, promote your stuff. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tasha Courtney. I think that's also my Periscope, which I use hardly ever. We should have Periscoped the show today. I, I was know. thinking that about halfway through, I but I didn't want to interrupt. You we know what? No, let me story. ask you something. Okay, there's a couple. Of, my buddy's telling me like all these ways to promote myself. First off, he says something about. You ever heard of word swag? No. Nope. He said, you got to get on that, dude. It's like the thing, whatever. I never heard of it either. And then he also mentioned uh, Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. Blows. So I know I've heard of, everybody's heard of it. And I have an account. But he goes, dude, that's more popular than Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook what, combined. Who's going to follow a dude on Snapchat? Tasha I, gets no, no, no. 35,000 view, views per snap. Wow. Let me check. Why don't you snap? Why don't you snap during the show? I I thought about that, too. But listen, I actually, we're getting close to me checking my numbers from yesterday so let's just do that real quick and her snapchat is at tasha tv at tasha tv tasha courtney was already taken so at tasha tv on snapchat everything else is tasha courtney i run her snapchat so for no, all the dudes that, who with their dick that, in their hand there's that, a guy behind that camera <laughs> is that true that like snapchat is more popular than instagram and all that it's it's a little different yes it i think you kind of have to run them together but snapchat is really cool i think what makes snapchat different from instagram is that instagram is mostly photos you get some videos but it's mostly photos and it's highly curated like people who are artists who are most of the people who are really serious about snapchat they're they want everything to look cohesive they want their top six pictures to really flow together they want it's the best pictures things are photoshopped it's, you just it's said snapchat but you mean instagram i meant instagram okay. sorry and snapchat is way more personal so it gives like your fans on instagram sort of like way more in-depth look into your life it's not photoshopped it's just you eating your breakfast Can't filter anything. Doing, there's some filters there's some filters but it's it's your voice. It's you having your real day. It's you cooking your real dinner. And um, I think it's a way more personal in that way. And I think that's why it's become so popular. Because like with Instagram, you could take a couple, of, like even videos, but there's no guarantee that it's going to line up perfectly to be cohesive. Like it could be like your video here and then like Snoop Dogg's video on their, on their feed. Yeah. Whereas Snapchat is like you see boom, 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 yeah, it's boom. Chron- it's chron- chronology of the t- last 24 hours. Okay. So I, I'm not against it. I just, for me, it's like I need time to write to I be just myself. Think that I, got, like, I, I have an account. I but think if I became, if I got famous or like got a tour or something, I would pr- maybe do it more. But it's like, we're still in the trenches I working still, on our yeah, shit. Yeah, I would have somebody handle that. Do you want to throw up a Snapchat for your own benefit? No pressure. Don't you think, though, like, she doesn't promote that she's on a podcast, but people just see her as a model. I think Tasha's more valuable as a voice and a personality. I think I think photos aren't as dynamic. Have you, got, have you not gotten laid in a while? Why are you... Uh... I, uh, it's been 17 months. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just... I think... And I, I'm, I'm, I'm a momager. 
I'm I'm literally her momager. I'm uh I All I, right, I'm snapping right now. I'm on the podcast, the Sex Actually podcast. With Mike Alberici. Mike Alberici and Dave Neal. Oh, so look at these that's guns, a though. live snap. Go back happening. to my guns. Look at that. Ooh. Um, yeah, and uh, look, I, I'm, I'm, my next show on Peroni's May 7th at the Improv Space. Uh, dude, you should come out to that. Have you been out to the Improv Space? No. It's a blast. It's you right over there. on that? Um, I can ask. It's at UCLA. They do like 20-minute sets. Dude. So I'm doing a long set. It's a good little black box theater. So if anyone... I think it's free. It's BYOB. There's... Um, um, Sorry. We got Sorry, the audio, guys. the Snapchat. Just, it's can upside you? down. I was just trying to get it posted. Uh, my apologies. No I worries. Try- snap away. Do whatever. To, I didn't want it to be a silent snap. Mm. No, no worries. Um, so that's May seventh. Any UCLA people come on? Oh shit, we're gonna. Our battery's about to die on this thing. So let's just say goodbye. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Sure, we gotta have you back pretty soon. Come, come. Yes, let us know so how it's it going with great your to talk girlfriend. To you guys. It was great to have a female perspective. Anytime. Of course. Yeah. Thank you both for being on the show. This was Sex Actually the podcast. Rate us, review us, share us with your friends. I'll throw you a shout out if you share us on your social media. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.